Landing pages are super simple pages that you build to drive paid traffic to. They're here to do one job and one job only. Basically turn a pay-per-click click into a lead or sign up. So really the performance of your landing pages has a massive impact on the profitability of your pay-per-click campaign. And in many cases, we've seen a good quality landing page being the difference between a pay-per-click campaign that's extremely profitable and one that's not so. So in this episode, we're gonna be sharing some tips about how to create conversion machine landing pages. These are the tips that we've identified building dozens of landing pages in every imaginable market and some absolute monsters that have converted cold traffic at between 4 and 18%, in some cases as high as 43%. So I'm going to be talking through some examples. Um, you can watch a video version of this episode on YouTube if you actually want to see these examples in the flesh, as it were, which I would definitely suggest. But I'm going to be talking through the examples and giving you the principles that you can apply to your own landing pages as well. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. So welcome to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim. I'm Head Ninja at Exposure Ninja. We are a digital marketing agency obsessed with helping our clients generate more leads and sales from their websites. And in this episode, we're talking about landing pages and specifically how to generate more leads with the traffic that you're getting through your landing pages. So before we get started, let's talk terminology because we're going to be using a few different phrases throughout this episode and I want to make sure that we're all on the same page with them. Firstly, a landing page. Now, a landing page in this context is usually a standalone page that is designed to convert traffic, i.e. pay-per-click traffic, comes to a single page and that page has one goal to make somebody do something. Landing page can also be used as a term to refer to any page on your website that someone lands on, i.e. the first page that people enter your website through. But here I'm specifically talking about the pages that we're using to drive traffic to to convert it. Conversion, what do we mean by this? Well, this is somebody taking the desired action on your page. For example, submitting a form, requesting a quote, buying a product, if it's an e-commerce landing page, requesting a callback. So your landing page will typically only have one single goal, maybe a couple of different goals, and a conversion happens when someone does that. A conversion rate is the percentage of people that convert. So let's say you have 100 visitors coming onto a page and three of them fill in the form to become an inquiry. Well, that will be a conversion rate of 3%. Now, the next thing I want to do before we start is just do some quick maths to understand how important important this thing about landing pages and conversion rate really is. Most of the websites that we're sent to review have a conversion rate of around about 1%. So this means they on average generate one lead or one sale per 100 visitors. Now a website that we've built or a landing page that we've optimized and run paid traffic to might convert at 10% or above. So in other words, it gets 10 leads per 100 visitors. So compare those two pages. The first example gets one lead per 100 visitors. The best example gets 
10 leads per 100 visitors. So that's 10 times as many leads, but from the same number of visitors. So you can see why landing page performance is so important to a pay-per-click campaign. If we put some budget numbers behind this, let's say that you're paying one pound per click for those 100 visitors. So if your landing page converts at 1%, you're spending 100 pounds per lead. Now that might be okay for your industry, but what if your landing page is converting at 10%? Well, then you're only spending 10 pounds per lead. Now, if your competitors are spending 100 pounds per lead because their landing pages are converting at 1% and you're spending 10 pounds per lead because yours are converting at 10%, well, who can afford more leads? Who can afford to increase their cost per click bids in Google Ads or Facebook Ads? Obviously you, because you're getting leads at a tenth of the price. So we can see that actually a great performing landing page can not only be an opportunity to really start dominating your competitors in paid search or social, but actually it can be a gateway to business growth and it can become one of your most valuable digital marketing assets. No secret that for the first three or four years of Exposure Ninja's life, we were heavily reliant on one particular landing page to generate our leads. And we've essentially built a business off the performance of that landing page. Now, before we start digging into the kind of principles behind a successful landing page, I just wanted to explain some landing pages so that we could talk through some of the different approaches that people take. This is going to be a little bit weird in audio because obviously you can't see it, but nevertheless, I'm pretty sure we're going to be all right. So let's give it a go. Now, this first example of a landing page is a very kind of straightforward design. We've got the company logo at the top. We've got a headline on the left-hand side. We've got a bit of description text, which tells people about the software that's for sale. We've got an image that shows the software in action. And then we've got a call to action, a big fat orange button that says, try this software free for seven days. So all of this stuff is above the fold, i.e. you see it before you have to scroll down. We've then got an image of some kids underneath. We've got some text underneath the button that says get started today. No credit card required. We'll come back to why that's important. And then we've got lots of description about the software on offer. We've got the button repeating throughout the page. We've got testimonials. We've got more description about how it works. We've got benefits. We've got more illustrations about how you can use it and some of the advantages of using it over competitors. Then at the end of the page, we've got the uh, call to action again. So what's going on on this page? Well, we're catering for a dual readership path, which means you've got two types of people. You've got folks like me. When I bought my last car, I walked in and I saw the car in their kind of presentation room thing. And I said, I'm going to buy that one. And then I bought the car. So I'm what you call an impulse purchaser. Okay. Very gut feel, very based on emotion, but you also need to cater for the much more logical purchase that needs to do their research, they need to read, they need to compare options. So it's important that your landing page caters to both of these two types of people. And you do this by repeating your call to action throughout the page. So we give people a bit of introduction at the front and we give them a call to action. This is for the impulse purchasers, the folks like me that see it and go, great, try it free, let's go. But then you also give much more information. You give the logical argument with, again, these calls to action throughout so that the logical people can read through and make 
make the decision when they are ready to make it. If we compare this to another uh, landing page that we looked at in the video, and I'm going to talk through uh, with you here, this is for a cybersecurity uh, consultancy. And the headline says Crest Accredited Security Operations Center. The description text says our UK based 24 seven security operations center can keep your organization secure all year round. Hackers don't sleep, neither do we. Let us be your blue team. Then the call to action button says, get started. Okay, so we've got a headline. We've got a description and we've got a call to action all above the fold. So in that regard, it's very similar to the previous example. The main difference here is the get started button is very high commitment and there's almost no de-risking at all. What do I mean by that? I mean, what am I clicking on? get started with what? Am I signing up for something? I don't really know anything about the business at this stage. There's not enough credibility built for me to take that decision and it feels too risky for the perceived value, for the perceived benefit that I'm gonna get because that is a completely unknown quantity to me. One of the mistakes that people make with their landing pages is they ask for too much and they don't give the visitor enough reason to take an action. Now, one of my favorite things to do because I'm a horrendous geek is to run some searches on Google for highly competitive, highly commercial intent terms in competitive industries. So things like personal injury claims, accounting software. The reason I love doing these searches is because you can see usually some very well optimized ads and some very well optimized landing pages. These businesses are spending a fair amount of money so you can be fairly certain that they're optimizing and measuring the performance of their landing pages very tightly. It's such fun. <laughs> and you can do this too. So bring your friends and family around and crack open Google and have a search for personal injury claim or accounting software. Have a dig through some of the ads and some of the landing pages and see what people are doing. Look at each of them from the perspective of a customer. Would you sign up with whatever thing they're offering on their landing page? If yes, why? If no, why? Because this will help you get into the mindset of your website visitors and make sure that you're balancing the perceived value with the perceived risk of the thing you're asking people to do. So let's dig through some key elements of a high performing landing page. We're gonna be using the six step qualified customer closer model, which has the following elements in. So firstly, you need to establish credibility on your landing page. Second thing you need to do is offer an attractive lure. Then you need to handle any objections that people might have to requesting your lure. Then you need to build social proof. Then you need to make your page easy to use and finally you need to make sure that your call to action is offering people a result. Did you get all that? It's absolutely fine. We're going to run through each of those in more detail and I'm going to talk you through an example. So starting with credibility, how do you demonstrate credibility on your landing page? In that example that we talked about with the IT security company, one of the main problems was there was no credibility built. So the thing that they were asking me to do, there is no way I was prepared to do that. They needed to build a lot more credibility first. So some of the ways that you can build credibility are using case studies, using review stars, using testimonials, using recognizable faces, or even just putting a face to the business. In the video version of this podcast, I show an Exposure Ninja landing page where we've actually embedded an entire webinar replay on the page. So this is the video that you see at the top of the landing page, and it's actually an hour long video embedded on a landing page. Now this goes against pretty much every rule in the book, but we 
figured that, hey, no better way to build credibility than to give a really detailed video explaining the thing that they're actually, you know, the thing that we're actually offering on the landing page. We then talk about exactly what's included in the call to action, what they get and what they need to do now, which is to book a free consultation. Further down in the page, we give more context about Exposure Ninja. So we talk about our ratings and we share our, our average Google reviews and we talk about the number of businesses that we've worked with, which gives us massive credibility. We also have a testimonial from one of the dragons from Dragon's Den and we have our best-selling books at the bottom of the page as well. So loads of the focus of this page is on giving us credibility because we know that if we can demonstrate credibility with the visitor, we're more likely to get them to take the next step with us. And by the way, that page converts at 17%. So that's 17 leads for every 100 visitors, which is stupid. <laughs> Good stupid. All right, the next element of a high-performing landing page is your lure. So this is the thing that you are offering. How attractive is your call to action, the thing that you're offering on your page? For example, we've done a lot of work in the personal injury space and the claims space. And what a lot of businesses will do in this space is they will say something like, inquire now or request a callback. And what you've got to think about is how attractive is that to a potential customer of theirs? Request a callback, great. Let me crawl over broken glass to get a callback from one of your sales team. Absolutely not. So a much more compelling call to action in that space with a stronger lure would be something like find out how much you could claim, get a free claims assessment or request a free claim assessment. So what this does is it actually gives people a useful piece of information or gets them closer to their goal. I.e. you're gonna tell me how much I'm gonna be able to claim. You're gonna give me an assessment of my claim, I'm going to leave with something. So it's a stronger lure. If we just went fishing and we're just throwing a hook into the water, we're not going to catch many fish. There needs to be a fat, juicy worm on that hook. And most importantly, the bait that we use needs to match what the customer wants. So it's no good offering a free consultation if people don't want a consultation because they're feeling embarrassed about their situation. So we need to make sure that the thing you're offering on your landing page actually matches what they want. Want. Now, one of the markets that we discussed earlier was accounting software is something that's particularly competitive. QuickBooks and Xero are two companies that target accounting software type terms with their pay-per-click ads and they're both driving through to landing pages. The QuickBooks call to action says see plans and pricing and they're driving people straight through to buy now and sign up. So they're actually asking people to sign up and start paying. So what's the lure here? Well, they're basically just going straight for the sale. And that's fine, but we've got to accept that they're gonna get a much lower conversion rate than someone like Zero, who isn't going straight for the sale. Their call to action is try Zero free because they know that if someone starts investing the time in setting up the platform, getting their bank account linked and all this type of stuff, they're already more committed, so they're more likely to sign up as a full paying member. So two different approaches, a very, very different lure Zero is offering the free trial. QuickBooks is trying to get people to, you know, sign up, put your card details in, let's get going right now. And you can see that if you had to estimate which one was going to have a higher conversion rate, obviously Zero would be getting more leads, but 
QuickBooks, obviously they're driving people straight into revenue, so they're probably getting more subscribers initially from that page. The next element is objection handling. So a lot of people get this wrong. On their landing page, they try to handle possible objections to the customer doing business with them. So they're telling people why their business is great and you know why people should trust them. That's fine, but you also need to include objection handling about why people might not want to request your call to action, why they might not want to get in contact with you, why they might not want to start the free trial. Because in that moment, when you're trying to get someone to take that next step, what are you really selling them? You're not really selling them your business you're selling them on the next step if we go back to zero as an example when you click the button on their landing page try zero for free you get to an email sign up form at the top of that sign up form it says start a 30-day free trial join over 2 million subscribers using zero to power their business no credit card required 24 7 online support and cancel anytime what are they doing here they're answering the objections that people might have to filling in the form. So they're not trying to sell me zero at this point. They're saying, fill in the form. You don't need your credit card. Fill in the form. If you get stuck, 24 seven online to support, fill in the form. You can cancel at any time. So the barriers are gonna be, I don't want them to start automatically billing me. I don't wanna be locked into some horrendous contract. And what if I get stuck? So they've answered those three objections above the form on the conversion page. Really, really important. And a very, very small tweak that can make a big difference the conversion rate of your landing page funnel. The next element to a high performing landing page is social proof. So who else has done this? If you're asking someone to take a leap of faith, who else has taken that leap of faith? And what did they say? So some great social proof devices that you can use. Again, things like reviews work fantastically. Testimonials, particularly if those testimonials are talking about the specific thing that you're offering. So make it feel like a safe bet. Make trusting you feel like a safe bet. Another example that we look at in the video, again, in the personal injury space is a landing page where there's a bit of information about the business, they've got a call to action on the right hand side of the page, and they use their trust pilot reviews. They've got a nice trust pilot review, which says our customers say excellent 4.7 out of five based on 865 reviews. So 4.7 out of five is pretty much perfect for credibility's sake. Um, it's low enough to be believable, but high enough to be valuable and credible. And then 865 reviews obviously offers a good amount of social proof that you're not going to be the first mug that's trusting this company. So that type of widget can be a really powerful social proof device to encourage people to trust you. The next rule that your landing page needs to obey is ease. Couple of things to consider here. Your site needs to be really easy to use, obviously. The other thing is about your form. And generally, you only want to ask for the minimum amount of information you need to in order to qualify the lead and move forward. If, for example, you're asking for your customer's address address, their telephone number, their marital status, you know, their personal income, their bank account details, obviously, you're not going to get that conversion. So you generally want to keep the number of fields that you're asking for on your form as low as possible, and only ask for the stuff that you're actually going to use because realize that every additional field you add is going to suppress your conversion rate. Now there is a caveat to this various studies have been carried out, 
which show that if you're only asking for one field like email address you're generally going to get a lower conversion rate now part of this is going to be because obviously you're not really going to be doing any research if you're just asking for email address it's basically just lead capture so what we found is that the more fields you ask for the more committed and time invested people are in your sales process but obviously that's going to suppress the number of leads that you're getting so we typically suggest start with the smallest number of fields possible if you notice that the leads you're getting aren't very good quality or you want to refine them more or you want to give more information to your sales team to pre-qualify people then you can start to add more fields into your form to weed out the time wasters but on the whole if you just want to maximize conversion rate as few fields as possible another common mistake that people can make which falls foul of this ease principle is by offering loads of conflicting calls to action on their landing pages now it's okay to have multiple calls to action on your page absolutely a fan of that particularly if they are all either the same call to action or they are closely related for example you might offer people a callback and then you might offer people a live chat option so we've got two different ways of getting in contact with you and they're pretty complementary i.e if one person doesn't want a callback they might want a live chat or they might want to fill in a form but what can often happen is that people just throw loads of things on the page we look at one example in the video um, which is again a personal injury solicitor and when you open the page the first thing that you're hit with is a massive cookie pop-up with a big white box to click on then you've got a call to action that says bell lacks open for business you've got three different calls to action in the header if you close the cookie pop-up you have a big gold circle which says accident claims then you've got a big gold box on the left hand side which says please call me so you've got all of these different elements fighting for your attention and then on top of that you've got this inconsistency where half of the call to action buttons on the page are white and then you've got this big gold box which is also designed to take your attention so you're left a bit confused there's no consistency and then gold is used in the accident claims box as well which isn't a button and it just has no other purpose so it's really confusing and overwhelming so the key principle here is to choose a consistent design language where your calls to action typically have the same color button throughout so people get that when they see an orange button or a green button or a blue button that means that's the thing that they are supposed to do so make sure it's obvious what people are supposed to do don't force them to work hard to try and figure out what they need to do next the final element to include on your landing pages is making sure that the thing that you're offering your call to action gets your visitor a result so how does your call to action and how does requesting to take a next step with you get them closer to their goal so this really isn't actually about the landing page at all this is about what you're offering on the page and how you're incentivizing someone to take the action with you but also making sure that you're not just offering them something which is attractive you're actually offering something that enters your sales journey and gets them moving on this process that takes them closer to their goal so generally people want to become happier healthier sexier so which one or multiple of those does your call to action get them and how can you demonstrate that for example we talked about get a free claim assessment rather than inquire now so what result does inquire now get me well it's very ambiguous i don't really know what i'm going to be left with after that whereas free claim assessment what am i going to get well we're going to help you understand how much you could be entitled to what the process would be and how long it's likely to be before you get your claim then i have a clear 
result. I'm closer to my goal because I understand where I need to go next and I understand the process I'm going to go through. So this is a really subtle thing, but it makes a massive difference to the effectiveness, not only of your landing page, but also your sales process and the qualification of the leads that are coming through. Next thing we want to talk about is what sort of conversion rate should you expect? Like what does a good conversion rate actually look like for your landing page? Well, unfortunately, it's going to depend on the offer that you're making, the audience, the page and the type of traffic that you're getting. For example, if the majority of your traffic is from social media, generally you'll find that your conversion rate will tend to be lower. No offense to social media traffic, it's great and there's loads of it, but people on social have been swiping and they've been scrolling. So that's the mindset that they're in. Compare this to search traffic. Often people that are on search traffic, they've typed in exactly what it is that you offer or they're looking for the solution to your problem rather than it being an interruption thing. So generally, they're more likely to convert. So you'll often find that your organic traffic or your paid traffic from search has a higher conversion rate than social traffic. So obviously, that's one factor that can impact your conversion rate. Another thing that can impact your conversion rate is how high commitment your offer is. For example, if you're selling private jets and your call to action is download a brochure now, that's a low commitment offer. So generally you're going to have a higher conversion rate. If your call to action is inquire with the sales team or even worse buy now, you're obviously going to have a much lower conversion rate because you're offering a much higher commitment offer. But you know what? I know that all these caveats don't really help. You want ballpark figures. I know you do. So here they are. Generally, landing pages converting paid traffic at less than around 4%. Often they're missing something or they're in a competitive space or the traffic isn't that easy to identify, okay? So maybe they're casting a fairly wide net with their traffic in order to identify the particular audiences that are gonna be performing best and then they'll be able to refine things from there. Landing pages that are converting between five and 10% doing pretty well. We're pretty happy with this. Typically, it's difficult to lose money in that type of situation almost regardless of what you sell and you shouldn't be advertising unless you can make money on a 5 to 10% conversion rate because it can be quite difficult to get significantly more than that. Like if you need 20% conversion rate on your landing page in order to make money, it ain't happening. Don't rely on that. Anything over 15% is excellent. Anything over 25% freak show. Uh, our best do over 40%, which is like once in a lifetime freak of nature type thing. Uh, but actually a really, really high conversion rate like over 40% can sometimes be an indication that your traffic might be too narrowly focused, i.e. you're only bidding on branded traffic. And actually there's opportunity to cast a wider net, target some other phrases which are maybe less uh, relevant, but are still likely to result in conversion. So sometimes if your conversion rate is too high, and this goes for any channel, this goes for your website as well, actually, it can sometimes be an indication that you're not casting a wide enough net with your traffic generation. Okay, so to recap, we've looked at some good landing pages, we've discussed some bad landing pages, I then ran you through the six elements of a high performing landing page, namely credibility, an attractive lure, objection handling, social proof, ease of use and generating a result. We then talked about typical conversion rates for landing pages as well. So I hope you found this useful. I hope it's given you some tips. Don't forget to check out the video version of this. You can go to YouTube and just search for Exposure Ninja and you should see it on our channel. If you enjoyed this episode and you enjoy the show in general, then please subscribe and also leave us a review on whatever chosen podcast platform you opt for. It really does make a difference and we love reading the reviews about the show. It gives us such a kick. We're fragile creatures, us ninjas. Ha <laughs> ha.
<laughs> Don't forget also, if you want some help with your digital marketing, if you want to increase the conversion rate of your website and drive more traffic, then request a free marketing review from Exposure Ninja. Head over to ExposureNinja.com and click the big button to request your free marketing review today. What will happen is you'll have a questionnaire in front of you appear as if by magic. Actually, it's a pretty cool questionnaire, so check it out. And this questionnaire is going to ask you a few questions about your business and your marketing goals. You'll submit that and then one of our team will carry out a free review for your site. They'll record you a 15 minute video showing you how to increase the volume of leads and sales that your site generates through both improving your conversion rate and also generating more traffic for you. This service is awesome. So go to ExposureNinja.com to request your free review today. Until next time, keep searching for highly competitive, high commercial intent, <laughs> high cost per click, searches on Google, geeking out on the landing pages that you find, and I'll see you soon.